Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsburgs, we are your daily dose of quick and handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and back from his little respite doing Betsburgs golf, Mr. Andy Molitor. No hat today. Hair looking nice. How are we feeling? It was also, it wasn't just sign you feeling confident. It was haircut day yesterday. I don't even know I have my haircuts coming up until I get the text the day before. Like I'm good at scheduling them around when I probably won't have meetings. I'm surprised that has never come up where it's like, oh, I'm in a meeting tomorrow. But no, haircut day. It was, uh, I mean, it, it was a fun game if you didn't have any action on it, I suppose. Or if you bet the wolves and the points. But boy, that was a, that was a disappointing ending for wolves. But it, it does feel like, it does feel like we're at game six here and the Wolves should be up 4-1. I don't know. Just one of those things where they're not very good with a lead. Although maybe best case scenario for me is that they flame out soon so I can stop having my daughter ask me to take her to another game. She's like, I don't think you had, like, I told her if she wants to go to Friday's game, she can sell her bike and we'll go. I'm like, I don't think you fucking understand what these tickets cost. Then you want a goddamn hot dog too. But no, uh, good, good NBA action yesterday. Some of it. I'm continuing to uh, get excited for some of these Western Conference matchups. We'll get into NBA later. You made some draft picks yesterday um, on the show. I actually went back and watched, or or we talked about some. Yeah, we talked about them. Yeah. You guys. I just I just do what other people tell me what to do. The royal, the royal you. I've made a few more. I ended up uh I ended up going into one of those what do they call the things? Remember the stupid app where you could talk on it and then Twitter copied it? What was that one called? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? A Twitter Spaces though. That's what it was called. I went into a Twitter Spaces to listen to uh oh. Costas and Will talk about something and then they wrote me into talking for a while. So I was bullshitting with those guys a little last night about draft stuff and I just Cannot believe we're not there yet. Like we've been talking about it for so long. Um, real quick, mentioning the good good deal from our friends at FanDuel before we get into any more draft stuff. Bet five dollars on any draft props and get a hundred and twenty-five insight credit. It's that easy in those Pretty states, easy. at least. You, you do have to be a state that lets you bet on draft props and has FanDuel. But for the good people of Jersey. Western Virginia, Indiana, Illinois, Wyoming, Michigan, Tennessee, Arizona, and Colorado. You can go ahead and do that if you don't have a FanDuel account. New accounts only. And you know what you do with that five bucks? Because you're free rolling. You're getting $125 off that five bucks anyway. You bet a long shot with that shit. You don't bet five to win a dollar twenty-two on Walker to go first. You find a long shot to go in a weird spot. You have a fun one with that. I don't know what I'd do yet, but I would it'd be, you know, 10 to one or more on that five bucks. Like, honestly, I probably wouldn't just bet the five bucks. I'd bet the, uh, <laughs> I'd probably make a bigger one anyway, depending on what they have. I am dangerously close, Alex, as we've listed the States that, uh, you know, with, with that deal, I just listed the States that you can bet draft props with FanDuel in. I have mapped out the course from where I'm sitting right now to East Dubuque which is a tiny little town on the other side oh. of the river. So if you that, that top corner of Illinois, Wisconsin, Iowa, East Dubuque. And I said, maybe that's too far to drive just to do some legal betting on the draft props this late Never. in the game. 
But then I also saw they have a dispensary right there in the in the corner too. So Get it would be kind of a up on some podcasts. It would be kind of a, yeah, it'd be kind of a dual purpose. Yeah, I'd leave the truck at home. I'd take the car and get a little better mileage, but it would be a dual purpose one. So I may go. If anyone has any recommendations in East Dubuque, there's no hotels there. All of them are in Dubuque. It's it's not somewhere you can stay unless you stay at. I did find a fishing resort on the river a little further south. Like I could stay there, and and also I think I'd be getting guided on the river and do some bass fishing afterwards. Not sure. So go. Thursday, Thursday, the show might be from the car. I don't know. Or from we'll get canoe. to that. From a canoe, yeah. I'm, I'm canoeing across from Dubuque as soon as you hit the middle of the river, the geolocation. I'd like to see you on. in one of those bucket hats with all the hooks and stuff hanging from it. It looked very natural on you. I do fish. I like the kids love fishing. I go when I can. It's not quite dope. We have a couple weeks for opener here, but uh, I don't have one of the hats with all the lures. Those are, that's more of a TV thing. I feel like I would hurt myself with a hat with a lot of things sticking in it. I keep it's, them in a box. Yeah. <laughs> you're just begging to get something in your ear and it's no italian at best i like that so all <laughs> right more draft stuff tonight drew and i are going to talk we're going to put the capstone on the draft talk about anything else we think's worth betting and what your plan should be tomorrow because there are always opportunities on the last day people complain like oh i didn't get walker at a good number and now he's minus 300 and i can't bet it anymore well there's always something on on game day and it's going to be one of the big reporters. There's going to be a few other guys that aren't Schefter and Rap and some of those. There's going to be a few guys you want to follow. They're going to put something out on, hey, here's a guy that might be going in the first round that we didn't think they were, uh, you know, a day or two ago. And there's going to be props on their unders that are going to get skid marked as they go down. So there's going to be things to be hitting tomorrow, the day of the draft for sure. We'll go over some of that tonight. But before yeah, that, we will arm hunting too. Oh yeah, just middling shit too. If uh, one book's too slow, you can find yourself a nice middle on a positional bet like that. Open all the tabs, all of them. We'll head to not Catalan, Catalan, the other part of Spain. I don't remember. Food snob got mad at me about uh, talking about Spain. This is in Madrid, and Charleston is definitely not in Madrid. Charleston, both sides of the pond. Charleston is just like the tennis center of the U.S. now. It's a I'm happening. Not sure how place. they got that. Yeah, it is happening. But the, you got a couple looks. Did you want to talk about the unpleasantness in the pre-draw of Madrid right now? Depending on, I guess well, it I depends if it, you bet someone. It might be pleasantness for you. I would call it pleasantness. If um, you follow me on Twitter, there at underscore noobs, I put out a handful of outrights yesterday, and really any number you got is much better because earlier this morning, Igish uh, Wiontek the basically undefeated poll over the last month or so decided to uh, withdraw from this tournament, whether, you know, it be maintenance or whatever. Personally, I think it's a great move. This is a really grueling stretch of tennis and she continues to build up, you know, a lot of fatigue on her body. And I know she wants to be fresh and in good shape for the French open. So you kind of pass on this tournament, which again is doubly tough given how long she's played and the fact that it's at altitude and then sets herself up a little better. She'll play well in Rome. She'll play well at the French Open, but she is out of the draw. So there's finally a chance for somebody else to win. Again, if you were able to get my tweet last night, I gave out four people, a couple big numbers, Samsonova and Fruvertova. Um, also had Anna Samova and um, shoot, I actually forget who the fourth person was. Hmm. 
I'm going to go back and double check. But I'll go out and let you guys know kind of what numbers to play those at now. Um, Ostapenko was the other one. Shame on me for not remembering Ostapenko. But um, we'll go back and look and see kind of what the best numbers are out there and, and try to maybe give you guys a little bit more of a guide. So maybe those will still be open tomorrow. We could talk about it on the show. But check out. I'll, I'll tweet something out there. But I do have a couple matches, one this afternoon and one tomorrow morning. As Andy said, Charleston, uh, actually, I'll start at the bottom. That'll be this afternoon. Robin Anderson, um, you know, playing pretty good tennis lately. She goes up against Whitney Osigwe. Um, Osigwe, a fairly solid player, but solid in the sense that, you know, we'll win a match or two at some of these smaller tournaments and kind of get smoked by a better player. I had this closer to three, almost three and a half games. So happy to lay the minus two. And again, an ITF event, look for it, but you should be able to find this just about everywhere. And then tomorrow early morning, I don't believe that we have an actual order of play. So this could be as early as five o'clock. Maria Zachary goes against Madison keys and Madison keys still getting a ton of credit in the market for a really nice start to the season. But given these conditions, given how, We've seen her play in the last couple of weeks. She's generally done poor at this tournament, which is kind of interesting. These should be good conditions. If you look historically here, the winner of this tournament is Simona Halep or someone with a really strong serve and kind of a power game to them. So a good spot for her, but generally not a place she does well. So maybe the conditioning aspect isn't great for her either way. I, this is a great spot for Zachary here. I had this closer to three and a half, four games, and the three honestly was cheap. You might be able to find a two and a half out there as well. So play the games here with Zachary tomorrow morning, Anderson this afternoon, and I'll put something out later today about the outrights with the adjusted numbers. Yeah, but if you did, I mean, if you played them yesterday, you got a better number than what's sitting right now. That's just how it works. It's like with golf, you know, that happens sometimes where uh, <clears throat> one of the top guys withdraws and everything's just that much better. So congrats on your, it's not CLV per se, but it's CLV's right. cousin getting <laughs> a uh, better number than what the market's at. So congrats to anyone who's paying attention and was quick on the draw. Speaking of paying attention, I won't be because the next school <laughs> open happens during, I mean, the NFL draft is such a big event for anyone who loves the NFL. Like, I mean, like we do, it's just massive. And honestly, I think it would go draft, NBA, baseball, and then golf tomorrow, as far as what I would have on my TVs. First round Mexico open is just not high. I'd put hockey behind it, I guess. So sorry, hockey fans. It's, not that I hate hockey. It's just a bad part of the season. We're in the last few games. A lot of teams aren't playing for much. We just need to get to the playoffs so we can do the cocaine motorcycle helicopter move tweet and get on with our lives. <laughs> These last few days have been rough, especially for a wild fan. We lost to a really bad team the other day. Timberwolves lost, wild lost, twins essentially lost. And then the uh, Tigers pulled some little league shit on that last play, which whatever, I had some twins minus 130. It was a, uh, it was one of those. Yeah, it's one of those where you write it down when next time you have a bad beat. Like, yeah, I remember you catch that Twins bet, though. So I do have one bet I've made so far. This is available at a few offshores. Um, and here's the thing. I've talked about this before with the markets. When you are getting the very best price by a lot at a sharp book like Circa, like Pinnacle, like Bookmaker, it's usually not – I'm not saying you should just not bet that. But sometimes it's a warning flag if it's way off market it compared to work. Yeah, it doesn't usually bode well. This is like 25 cents more expensive than Bookmaker. Like that, that's the opposite. It bodes well 
for me when I can find this on low vig or bet online at a very, very reasonable price. Tony Finau minus one and a half over Patrick Reed minus 110. Like I said, this is a bigger price elsewhere. This is not something I've been able to find in the legals. Some of the matchup options this week aren't great. I haven't hunted too far, but this is, yeah, this is the, the one matchup I've actually fired on so far. And I love this. Patrick Reed is a huge name. He's a huge guy. And you know what? He's won the Masters. He was really good last summer. He has almost 10 wins on tour over his career. He's not even that old. He's had a good career. He's playing like garbage right now. He's not good at golf. It's like the Charlie Hoffman thing we had. Well, he plays so well at this tournament. Yeah, but he sucks ass right now. So this is not even a Tony Finau bet. This is a Patrick Reed bet. He's missed. He missed three cuts in a row. He's not even playing well. He he didn't place that well at the players, despite having the good tee time where he didn't have to face the shit wins. He's just not good. He did make some equipment changes using that PXG driver. His and really his off the tee numbers have not been good this year. I think sometimes these equipment changes, they're very lucrative as far as he's going to make a lot of money by getting these endorsement deals and using a different driver, but it is maybe going to cost him long-term because he's not getting a lot of purse money right now by playing with this, uh, with the equipment he is right now. So Tony Fino, he's not somebody I normally back in a market like this. You have Rom, Woodland, Fino, Answer. Maybe that's it for names. You know, there's a lot of mid-tier to low-tier guys in this field. It's you go look at Rom's price. It's Rom versus everyone, and then you know there's that second tier. So Fino here, I have him projected to be a a top ten finisher. If I look at my distributions, they almost don't overlap <laughs> because I have Patrick Reed so incredibly low right now. I think I can cash this on Friday. I think if you find a Patrick Reed to miss the cut at a plus number, those are out there. I don't hate that either. I really, really dislike the way he's playing golf right now. Yeah, it seems like he's totally just on a downswing and, you know, get get on the train. Don't try to stay in the front of it, right? Yeah, it's like uh, when everyone was fading Jordan Spieth and then he started to play well. It's like, what, you want to just want to keep doing it while he's going to play this well? Or do you want to turn around and make some money off him? Like, we can we can go full heel. It's not like I'm betting because I hate the guy. I'm, 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 I love personal. Patrick Reed. I had the Patrick this Reed business. 50 to 1 Masters ticket. That was electric. I was in love with Patrick and Justine that week. So I digress. I'll have more out later today. I'm for sure going to bet a bunch of matchups. I started to look into them. I have some highlighted. I just need to do my due diligence on three or four more. Good week last week, two, one, and one in my tournament matchups. One of them, both guys missed the cut, but they finished with the exact same score. I'm not sure. It's It's been a while since I pushed on a double missed cut one. It's hard to do. It feels like it just doesn't happen that often. They both played equally bad. Eh, weird tournament anyway with the with the doubles and whatnot. So Better than a loss. Back to a normal tournament. <laughs> the NBA, I had to explain this to my daughter how many teams are in it last night. She's like, so how many like how many teams are left? Like, All of them? <laughs> well, not anymore. The one is gone now, but 16. So uh and Tonight, we probably drop another one. It seems highly likely we might drop two. Uh, last night, you know, all the favorites won. It's a shame the one I that covered it was not the one that I picked. Hopefully, people followed my joking advice of just parlaying them all. And that was a nice number you got. And they covered pretty easily. I mean, outside of the Grizzlies Timberwolves game with 
fit. What a fantastic basketball game that was just, you know, to watch and be a part of. Obviously, the Grizzlies don't cover for us, but man, what an ending. The Timberwolves tie it up after the Grizzlies fail to foul for some reason. Doesn't matter. John Morant gets the basket to close it out. I mean, I'm sure that'll be on TV this afternoon. I'll probably watch out while I'm having lunch after the show or something. I'll try to go back. Yeah, the uh, Patrick Beverly you, floater. But... Yeah, the Patrick Beverly floater. It's like, of all the men on the floor right now, that's the shot you're taking? That was a wild, but yeah, Anthony Edwards is Anthony Edwards and John Morant. Hopefully, they are around for a very long time because very, very entertaining young talents. And yeah, that going for the steal probably like between the Patrick Beverly thing and then going for the or excuse me the D'Angelo Russell floater, and then the trying to go for a steal on the, at the top of the key there. Two pretty bad decisions. That's how you lose a game, guys. So young team, they'll they'll bounce back. I'm sure. Whatever. Back to back to Minneapolis, Wolves and seven now. Tonight, though, two games, like you said, chances for the Warriors to close out the Nuggets. Unfortunately, our Nuggets minus one and a half bet is dead, and it seems like Nuggets to win the series probably gets done tonight. They got their win. It seems like it's going to be a gentleman sweep situation. Um, you know, Jokic has been playing fantastic basketball, but it's just not really enough. So we'll see. Maybe we'll get lucky and things extend and it gets to be a little uncomfortable. Didn't see any value in that game. Maybe an over. Overs are 4-0 and in that series. I mean, they continue to hang kind of. So it started at 220, it got to 222, 224. Now this game right at 226, but every game has been at least 230 or higher. Wouldn't mind an overplay there, but I wonder if, you know, Golden State gets out to a decent size lead here and Denver just kind of collapses under the weight of what has been a really tough season for them. But in the other game, the Chicago Bulls are likely to be closed out here by the Milwaukee Bucks. I say likely the Bucks are 12 and a half point favorites, even without Chris Middleton, because Lonzo Ball is out. Alex Caruso is out. Zach Levine is out. Um, that doesn't really leave too much else besides DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic, which wasn't a good combo during the regular season for the first half of the year. Did very well in helping Andy cash his regular season wins over ticket. But recently, you know, DeMar DeRozan's game is something that's easy to plan for. This Bucks team has an overwhelming talent advantage tonight. And you go back and look, they continue to hang team totals above 100. But we've had four games in the series. And although the Bulls did score 114 points in game two, they only scored over 95. They haven't scored, I'm sorry, over 95 points in the other three. 81, 86, and 95. So, and that's with mostly full rosters in those games. So, happy to go with under 102 and a half here. Um, you know, look around if you happen to have a book that lets you sell points down. I'll probably play an alt under 100, you know, for small peanuts. Again, hard to get down on that. I think MGM might have that, or maybe our sponsor FanDuel does maybe later in the day. But, just hard to see how the Bulls put up any points tonight. Maybe we kind of get snookered and it'll be a blowout game and they just kind of are running around in the fourth quarter. Some of the younger guys are the Bulls putting up points. But again, I just really struggle to see how Chicago gets anything done tonight. So I'll take the team total under and, you know, maybe hedge a little bit with some AO uh, prop overs and some Patrick Williams prop overs. I was, I was going to say, is there somebody starting that normally doesn't start? Sometimes they struggle to set proper you know, points, points, rebounds, rebounds, assists, whatever markets for somebody who doesn't get the kind of minutes that they're going to get in a weird, possibly blowout game. Because it's it's one of those things, too, where if it's a blowout, you can take out your starters. But when your starters are your backups, like, what's the point? Like, oh, we better get we better get AO out of there. You're, you know, just, or, you know, I, it's not like, oh, why is 
why is Lucas still out there? And people getting all mad. No one's going to say that about some of these bull starters. Like, is there somebody that's going to get a shitload of minutes regardless? And we can look at some props. Yeah, I would say again, look at Ayo Dasunmo. Um, you saw all season with these guards were out. He pops in. He's somebody they're happy to play. Just look at his assists over, um, find a way to play those. Oh, and then sure. Patrick Williams, the rookie they drafted, got hurt early in the season and got to come back. I'm sure they want to give him as much run as possible, you know, given that, you know, when the series is over, he's going to have enough time to um, rehab and get better here. So I would look at Patrick Williams, maybe over on points, over on threes and stuff. He's been playing well in general, but he should get a lot of looks. And again, Desumno is going to be on the floor for 25, maybe 30 minutes, honestly. So um, take a look at his stuff as well. I like that. I love player props this time of year. It's my favorite thing to bet, 100%. So again, I'm going to bet a bull. Man. They always have good prices on those. Yeah, like I'm going to go with bulls team total under but then overs on some bulls players that'll be a fun fun polish sausage middle in honor of chicago and their delightful culinary delights a lot of delight now, andy if we were really a sharp show we'd be flipping to a screen that has a prize picks entry of DeSumo assist over with uh, patrick williams points but uh did you get even one of those on there without us talking earlier so I, I looked at that and I might do something with some other props. I'm going to talk to my baseball guys, see if there's any, like anything that stands out in the K's market. I'm going to talk to you and other NBA people. If there's anything that really stands out, there's only two games, which stinks, but maybe some of these bowls overs look at that because they're, I don't think these are quite right in the price picture. And it's going to be hard to see this entry because I usually will do two team entries and I'm going to do a few more too, but I did a five leg entry here for golf. And I mean, it's just, it's not set low enough for this course. This is a horrible resort course. Our friend J Maz put out a tweet thread about like, Hey, I played this course. It's, you know, unless it's super windy, these guys are going to, you can't just say, Oh, we made it longer. So now it's harder. That doesn't matter. These guys are so good when there's no rough that's really penal. The fairways you can land, um, you know, a cargo plane on. The greens are going to be pretty, pretty receptive. They're past plum, so they're going to roll nice. We're not even looking at Bermuda greens here. So, like, I think this course absolutely gets just embarrassed. Pants pulled down and showed up. <laughs> and, it, and again, it's it's a it's a par seventy one, and they set John Rahm at sixty eight and a half for his first round. Guy's been the best golfer in the world over a two year span. I'd argue, you know, Scheffler's playing better right now. There's a few guys that are, but John Rahm is not bad. I looked at it. It's like he's top ten, top twenty every week still. Even when it's like everyone's down on the guy, he still plays very very well. And this is a course that's set up for people that go on vacation with their families and want to get around it. It's not like, you know, I'm going to Pebble Beach to play around. This is a resort course in Mexico. They are going to make changes to this course after this tournament, I believe, because they have a three-year deal to play here, and we can't have somebody winning at 35 under every year. I really, really think this course gets messed up this week. So I, I don't mind that once in a while when it's just hilarious scores. Obviously, we had that last week already with the best ball stuff, but um, yeah, Rom. Um, I hell, I can't even see this. It's so small. I made this so small. I'm gonna have to pull up my DraftKings. No, you know what? I sent or DraftKings my prize picks. I sent this to Dan earlier, so I'm gonna look in the in the Slack chat just so I can read them all off. So it is Rom and Woodland under 68 and a half strokes, and then Russell Knox, Aaron Wise, 
and Abe answer under 69 and those can push because they don't have a hook. I don't know what it pays if it hooks or if it pushes on those, but right now it pays out 10 to one for all of them to go under. They cut your odds a little if you do something. It's not truly correlated, but it's like, hey, I think this course gets messed up correlated. I'm betting all under, so it pays 10 to one. And if I get four out of five right, it still pays like, uh, I think you get a little bit of money back. You don't lose money. So even if somebody screws this up for me, I have a little bit of a safety net. Use promo code it. BBB if you need an account. We are still giving you that 100% instant deposit match. And yeah, I said this, like the ROM number is just not right. I, I really think he just shoots six under. So I'm going to take ROM and some Bulls props, ROM and some K props and try to put some stuff together. I already have uh, my John Rom ROM jersey. Yeah, I have, your the, ROM I have ROM and the Maverick series before the last game. Mm. So I have ROM at like 10 to 1 to win the tournament as well for a small bet. <laughs> Just because it's like, I can't bet this guy at 4 to 1. I like doing that. So I fun. found a 5 to 1 at Bovada and put it with uh, whatever Drew told me to bet that night, which was, he's, you were on the Mavs, and he was he actually disagreed with you. He's like, I don't know if I'd lay the 3, which whatever. Yeah, I mean, you're both right. But he's he just he said I'd rather just lay the series price than the three, and I said, well, I mean, I already laid the three. That's a fair take. Me. Yeah, I said I already laid the three because Snoop stole me too. But I might want to. I'm going to lay the series price too. So I bet that, and then I also bet it with Rob. So I bet the Love Mavericks it. a lot that day. So big, big Dallas Mavericks fan. Andy checking in. Two. When is when is game six in that one? Uh, game six. Let me just double check the schedule. I think it's a it travel day, so I don't believe it's tomorrow. They usually give them two days to travel. My guess is it's Friday. Dallas would be and favored on the road, correct? It is not Friday. It is Thursday. They're playing tomorrow night. And then da- Dallas will be a road favorite again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, well, let's let's close it out, Mavs. Close it out, Mavs. I think they can do it, and yeah, maybe producer Dan will see if we can tweet out that picture from the account so people can see it. It is a little tiny. That was part of the reason I was excited to hear you talk about. It. I don't know what the heck that was. Yeah, it's just I know I need to. Maybe I should have taken it and split it into two and made it bigger. I don't know. We'll figure out. I just don't usually do five player things. Maybe I should have made it five slides. I don't know. Just I like brainstorming. It. Be aggressive. Brainstorming on the Be aggressive. So. Hopefully the 20 or 10 to one caches and also quick shout out to our sponsor profit exchange launching live soon in New Jersey. That's right. The garden state will have a betting exchange right across the river from our friend, Alex Christensen there in Eastern Philly, I think, I don't know. Doxy now. Yeah. Let's uh, get him, give him his address while we're at it, but right across the river from Philly. And we will have a betting exchange. Check them out. Go to the link in the show notes. Sign up for their newsletter. They're not going to really send you anything until they do launch. And you'll get an exclusive offer only for people who are on that list with a bonus when you sign up after the initial launch. So check them out. We thank them for their sponsorship. Do please patronize our sponsors, FanDuel, PropSwap, Profit Exchange, and, you know, follow us on Twitter. Give us a thumbs up, all that. Thanks a lot for watching. Oh, shit. Dan, I'm sorry. I do this every day with the we don't close. Real quick, all the Thursday and Friday games are short road favorites for the NBA. Who's your favorite home dog? Real quick, Alex. 
Mm. It'd be New Orleans, Toronto, and Utah are home dogs tomorrow. And then Toronto. Okay. Toronto. This, this, that series is going to get weird. Our, uh, our Sixers to win game one, Raptors to win the series bet is is live. It didn't go quite how we thought, but it's it's very live as we get deeper and deeper into Glen Rivers territory. So, all right, now you can call it, Dan. I'm sorry. We're going to play the music. We'll catch you tomorrow. <laughs>